Good morning. <clears throat> RBT live readings. And it is Wednesday. It is Wednesday, people. Just going to tag a few people. Who are no longer getting notifications. Groovy. Good morning. So, it's Wednesday, pre-meeting tonight, boom, and it is so bright in the mornings, isn't it? So bright. Hope you enjoyed yesterday. Yesterday's weather was immense. Me and Sam went down to Boot Park to film some stuff, um, and it was packed, absolutely packed. All the students um, out on the grass, there were even some barbecues going on, crazy, right? Hey, so, yeah, morning, Sam Rovs, morning, Sue, and morning to the Joneses, hello, nice, but it looks like it's going to be another nice day today, that's why I mention it, the sun is out, it's looking good, looking really good, so I hope you enjoy today. Yeah, so... As I was lying awake at 5am this morning, because <laughs> of the, the sound of the birds, the dawn chorus, lovely. Um, <clears throat> I was thinking of when the clocks are going to go forward. It's not this weekend, it's the weekend after. So don't worry, I think it's like <clears throat> Sunday the 28th. <clears throat> Morning, Clayt. How you doing, bro? Good to see you, man. So we're reading this morning Exodus uh, 27 to 28. So we've just been introduced, haven't we, to um, the Ark of the Covenant, the Table of Presence, the Lampstand. And when I got home after reading yesterday, um, the kids were buzzing a bit about the Lampstand because it's so more, so more um, ornate than what you see on Google Images, right? It's like a bit crazy. Um, but yeah, this Lampstand in it that's got the almond buds and stuff like that. <clears throat> throws you, doesn't it, to the budding of Aaron's staff. The sign of life, yeah. Okay, so Exodus 27 to 28. Morning, Abus. Yay, nice to see you. So it's going to be a continuance now of uh, stuff to do with the tabernacle. Okay, here we go, 27. Build an altar of acacia wood, three cubits high. It is to be square is to be square five cubits long and five cubits wide make a horn at each of the four corners so that the horns and the altar are of one piece and overlay the altar with bronze make all its utensils of bronze its pots to remove the ashes and its shovels sprinkling bowls meat forks and fire pans make a grating for it a bronze network and make a bronze ring at each of the four corners of the network. Put it under the ledge of the altar so that it is halfway up the altar. Make poles of acacia wood for the altar and overlay them with bronze. The poles are to be inserted into the ring so they will be on two sides of the altar when it is carried. Make the altar hollow out of boards. It is to be made just as you are shown on the mountain. Make a courtyard for the tabernacle. The south side shall be a hundred cubits long and is to have curtains of finely twisted linen with 20 posts 
and twenty bronze bases, and with silver hooks and bands on the posts. The north side shall also be a hundred cubits long, and is to have curtains with tent posts and twenty bronze bases, and with silver hooks and bands on the posts. The west end of the courtyard shall be fifty cubits wide, and have curtains with tent posts, with ten posts and ten bases. On the east end, towards the sunrise, the courtyard shall also be fifty cubits wide. Curtains fifteen cubits long are to be on one side of the entrance, with three posts and three bases. And curtains fifteen cubits long are to be on the other side, with three posts and three bases. For the entrance to the courtyard, provide a curtain twenty cubits long of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and finely twisted linen, the work of an embroiderer, with four posts and four bases. All the posts around the courtyard are to have silver bands and hooks and bronze bases. The courtyard shall be a hundred cubits long and fifty cubits wide, with curtains of finely twisted linen, five cubits high, and with bronze bases. All the other articles used in the service of the tabernacle, whatever their function, including all the tent pegs for it, and those for the courtyard, are to be of bronze. Command the Israelites to bring you clear oil of pressed olives for the light, so that the lamps may be kept burning. In the tent of meeting, outside the curtain that is in front of the testimony, Aaron and his sons are to keep the lamps burning before the Lord from evening till morning. This is to be a lasting ordinance among the Israelites for the generations to come. Have Aaron your brother brought to you from among the Israelites, with his sons Nadab and Abihu, Eleazar and Ithamar, so that they may serve me as priests. Make sacred garments for your brother Aaron to give him dignity and honour. Tell all the skilled men to whom I have given wisdom in such matters that they are to make garments for Aaron, for his consecration, so that he may serve me as priest. These are the garments they are to make, a breastpiece, an ephod, a robe, a woven tunic, a turban, and a sash. They are to make these sacred garments for your brother Aaron and his sons, so that they may serve me as priests. Make them use gold and blue, purple and scarlet yarn and fine linen. Make the ephod of gold and of blue, purple and scarlet yarn and of finely twisted linen, the work of a skilled craftsman. It is to have two shoulder pieces attached to two of its corners so that it can be fastened. Its skillfully woven waistband is to be like it, of one piece with the ephod and made with gold and with blue, purple and scarlet yarn and with finely twisted linen. <clears throat> Take two onyx stones and engrave on them the names of the sons of Israel in, order, in the order of their birth, six names on one stone and the remaining six on the other. Engrave the names of the sons of Israel on the two stones the way a gem cutter engraves a seal. Then mount the stones in gold filigree settings and fasten them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod as, a memor as memorial stones for the sons of Israel. Aaron is to bear the names on his shoulders as a memorial before the Lord. Make gold filigree settings and two braided chains of pure gold like a rope and attach the chains to the settings. Fashion a breastpiece for making decisions, the work of a skilled craftsman. Make it like the ephod of gold and of blue, purple and scarlet yarn and of finely twisted linen. It is to be square, a span long and a span wide and folded double then mounted four rows of precious stones on it. 
In the first row, there shall be a ruby, a topaz, a bar- and a barrel. In the second row, a turquoise, a sapphire, and an emerald. In the third row, a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst. In the fourth row, a chrysolite, an onyx, and jasper. Mount them in gold filigree settings. There are to be twelve stones, one for each of the names of the sons of Israel, each engraved like a seal with the name of one of the twelve tribes. For the breastpiece, make braided chains of pure gold like a rope. Make two gold rings for it and fasten them to two corners of the breastpiece. Fasten the two gold chains to the rings at the corners of the breastpiece and the other ends of the chains to the two settings attaching them to the shoulder pieces of the ephod at the front. Make two gold rings and attach them to the other two corners of the breastpiece on the inside edge next to the ephod. Make two more gold rings and attach them to the bottom of the shoulder pieces on the front of the ephod, close, close to the seam just above the waistband of the ephod. The rings of the breastpiece are to be tied to the rings of the ephod with blue cord connecting it to the waistband so that the breastpiece will not swing out from the ephod. Whenever Aaron enters the holy place, he will bear the names of the sons of Israel over his heart on the breastpiece of decision as a continuing memorial before the Lord. Also put the Urim and Thummim in the breastpiece so they may be over Aaron's heart whenever he enters the presence of the Lord. Thus Aaron will always bear the means of making decisions for the Israelites over his heart before the Lord. Make the robe of the ephod entirely of blue cloth with an opening for the head in its center. There shall be woven an, uh, wo- a woven edge like a collar around this opening so that it will not tear. Make pomegranates of blue, purple and scarlet yarn around the hem of the robe with gold bells between them. The gold bells and the pomegranates are to, be, are to alternate around the hem of the robe. Aaron must wear it when he ministers. The sound of the bells will be heard when he enters the holy place before the Lord and when he comes out so that he will not die. Make a plate of pure gold and engrave on it as, a, as on a seal, holy to the Lord. Fasten the blue cord to it to attach it to the turban. It is to be on the front of the turban. It will be on Aaron's forehead and he will bear the guilt involved in the sacred gifts the Israelites consecrate, whatever their gifts may be. It will be on Aaron's forehead continually so that they will be acceptable to the Lord. Weave the tunic of fine linen and make the turban of fine linen. The sash is to be the work of an embroiderer. Make tunics, sashes and headbands for Aaron's sons to give them dignity and honor. After you put these clothes on your brother Aaron and his sons, anoint and ordain them. Consecrate them so that they may serve me as priests. Make linen undergarments as a covering for the body, reaching from the waist to the thigh. Aaron and his sons must wear them whenever they enter the tent of meeting or approach the altar to minister in the holy place so that they will not incur guilt and die. This is to be a lasting ordinance for Aaron and his descendants. Hey, there we are. Oh, that's quite cool, isn't it? We're having this read while we're preaching on Hebrews. So here we have the outfit, isn't it, for the high priest. Um, it's such a cool thing, this, isn't it, that it's, it's not just any old piece of clothing, right? You can't pick this up at Primark. Uh, it's the work of skilled people, like with the, the, the jewels and the gems and uh, the, the linen, isn't it? Uh, it needs all of those skilled workers because this is a special kind of clothing. And this is the clothing, isn't it, which just tells us um, how we are united to Jesus. Uh, that Aaron puts on this outfit and everything about it says um, 
that we are part of Jesus. He carries us on his shoulders. That was the tribes on his shoulder, um, on the precious stone, on the onyx stones, in the gold setted. Uh, so he carries us on his shoulder and he carries us over his heart. And every decision uh, that he makes, um, yeah, it comes from uh, a heart. It comes from his desires for us and his love for us and his concern for us. How cool is that? Uh, and the other thing is, isn't it? You look at Aaron, it's like, now he's not the great high priest. Um, I love what it says that these garments uh, are given to Aaron to give him dignity and honor because he's, a, just, a, he's just a guy. He's got no dignity and honor of his, of his own. Um, he's got to be clothed with dignity and honor to play the part of the Christ. Um, so that's cool, isn't it? So as you go into today, remember that Jesus carries you over his heart, um, that he, he can bear you up today. Uh, you're on his shoulders. Um, remember that in Isaiah, that the government shall be on his shoulders. He's got strong shoulders. And whatever issues and problems you have today, he can carry you through. Um, just look to him and the strength that he has. And remember that where he is, we are too. Uh, we're already seated, isn't it, in the heavenly realms because Jesus is seated there. Have a great day today. God bless you guys. I'll see you tonight at Premier Inn. See you. Bye-bye.